This is Mattress Island. Welcome to Mattress Island. I'm Coles. And I'm Court. You're the best Court out there. I almost called myself Coles there. I almost got confused on our intro. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wish you were in Chicago, but not in my body. (laughs) Not single white femaleing you. (laughs) Oh, oh no. I'm thinking of fatal attraction. I tried to start that yesterday. Yeah. I I don't want you in my body and I don't want Chara's uh, OBGYN up there either. Up there either. (laughs) But we'll get to that. (laughs) So Court, it has been a long slog through this show. It has. It has. I'm not gonna I had a moment watching this one this week where I I, I got a little bit scared that it wasn't the last episode. <laughs> I was like, are they gonna wrap this up by the end of the show? And then obviously they did. And I, I felt a sense of relief when I realized truly this this was it. Yeah, I I agree. It did not deliver everything I wanted it to. Um and on that note, if you hear some glass clinking, uh, I needed I needed a beverage for that. So yeah, it's... sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So final episode, the charade has come to a conclusion. The show about polyamorous couples that pretend that they're living polyandry has come to a conclusion. Do you think we're going to get a season two? I I don't know. I have a hard time thinking the ratings on this are are going to make it for TLC, but that's not to say they haven't uh, <laughs> done it before. Yeah. I mean, the previous, what, 16 seasons of Sister Wives were a slog, and then look at what we ended up with. So That's true. That's true. <laughs> I can't imagine the budget for this show is very high. I, w- I hope not. I mean, that the prop of the soccer ball was enough to <laughs> oh God. put me over the edge. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think we're going to be pretty punchy for this. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, um. Kenya, Carl, and Tiger kicked it off with the whole family this week. They sure did. And it was, the kids seemed very sweet. It was a cute family. Um, ice skating, cool. The daughters. Their daughter's beautiful. Beautiful. I was concerned about her like bell bottom jeans on ice skates as nice as they looked. I was like, those seem like they're just hanging right over the edge, a little too close to the ice end. And then there were Kenya's awkward (laughs) length red bell bottoms, but they were also capri pants, but not quite. And they were like a spandex material. Those pants were egregious. They that were was ridiculous. Not. That was ridiculous. And uh, yeah, she looks, she's a pretty lady. And she actually absolutely has some good fashion in some of these episodes. As I've mentioned previously, her um, bumper or whatever it's called, where they do their intro of them. And she's in that hot pink jumpsuit. Every time I mm-hmm. see it, I'm like, man, I wish I could pull that off. I do not wish for a pair of Capri bell bottoms. No, it was very Selena, like yeah, the Tejano singer. Uh, which you know, in nineteen ninety, what I'm going to say ninety three, that was yeah. acceptable. Although not at that length. That length is not okay for bell bottoms. Period. But it just doesn't make sense. It was a, it was a ridiculous look. Like, even the Brady Bunch would not have worn that. <laughs> That's our fashion standards. <laughs> I mean, when you think bell bottoms, I don't know. <laughs> I always hated the Brady Bunch. I, don't think, I think I watched the movie 
when it came out, but I don't really remember much of it. Okay, the movies were actually funny. Like, I don't remember the TV show. Yeah. I just, yeah. The TV show was terrible, <laughs> but, like, my mom loved to watch the reruns because, you know, that was, like, her generation. Yeah. But not my thing. No. <laughs> not my thing at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Tiger bending in half with that, like, walker ice skate supporter. I was peeing in my pants like i had to run to the bathroom so i did not have an accident it was so funny to me i don't know why it was because it was like a little kid well they're obviously made for kids but i don't know like the ice rinks here there's two sizes like there's an actual adult one that you know is made for the average size person and I'm not sure if he knew that, if it didn't exist there, if he, like, I would think you would almost fall over more bending over trying to balance yourself on that thing. I feel like ice. His back had to hurt so, so bad. bad the next day. <laughs> it probably does from carrying this show anyways, because let's face it, he's about the only interesting. <laughs> genuine just True. he got his fairy tale ending like we were all rooting for him but he's the only one with like genuine emotion it feels like tiger moonstone god bless ya there was not one moonstone <laughs> sighting in this episode why wasn't he carrying the rings besides the fact that it was already on kenya's pinky finger and didn't seem to fit him yes yeah but moonstone could have just run up and down the aisle he could have just said goodbye in the credits at the end i just needed one more moonstone appearance to you should have at least been sitting in the audience for the ceremony i would think so and he definitely should have been ice skating with four little tiny dog ice skates or being <laughs> pulled around on something yeah pulled around on like a fur like coat sweater <laughs> sled type experience <laughs> that sounds like the way that my dogs would get in full <laughs> yeah. luxury maximum comfort and warmth. Yeah. there would definitely be an electric blanket yeah amazing yeah we got a little bit of background about the kids and their relationship with tiger which was super sweet I mean, I I loved how they talked about him being, like, a father influence. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall explaining polyamory to five, seven, and nine-year-olds. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. I don't know. And I don't know if they, yeah, would grasp it or care necessarily. They'd just be like, cool. I did enjoy um, the daughter when she was like, if my dad doesn't answer, then I call Tiger. And I'm like, I really need money. And I was like, maybe I wish I had a polyandry <laughs> family. My dad doesn't even answer my calls anymore because he knows that's what I'm asking for. <laughs> Tiger, we could use some plane tickets. So Tiger, call me. send us your number. <laughs> <laughs> it also cracked me up when tiger said he might be preggers yeah <laughs> he's charming tiger's charming carl i really like i really like the guys kenya i think could be fun to like run into at an event but i don't have the energy for her as like a actual friend yeah but she's good tv she's good tv um you know, <laughs> this isn't even going to make sense without having it live in front of us, but you know Perfect. that scene in Popstar, our favorite movie, oh. where they're doing like the parody of TMZ? Yes! And, and uh, Eric Andre or whatever's head explodes from laughing. That's what that scene of like Tiger Carl and the sons setting up the chairs for the wedding were, where Carl was like, if you get stuck and need help, saying something i'll be like i do love kenya eternally and then each one of them like single panned in on the camera was like ha 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 all i could think of was like that scene where i was like one of these dudes heads is about to explode <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
one of the funniest movies. That's true. We could do a whole episode that would last longer than the movie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could do like a drink along episode one day. <laughs> yeah. Because it definitely is one of our favorites. <laughs> Cinematic oh, genius. It really is. Well, let's, <laughs> I guess let's talk about the wedding because I don't think there's much more to say about ice skating. No. As somebody who understands how things should be set up and organized and how events should look, I really want to hear every thought that you have because I have feelings. <laughs> I, it was just a um, chaotic situation i know it was small so that was fine when i first saw it and there was like four chairs or ten chairs or whatever was out i was kind of hesitant then they also mentioned obviously that none of no one's families were showing up to this because everyone you know tiger didn't get his family i mean a center aisle is put there for a reason i'm not sure why they came around the side of the chairs that made no sense however at my sister's wedding one of her bridesmaids got nervous and walked on the outside aisle of the wedding. Like she missed, huh. she just didn't go down the center aisle. And then the next bridesmaid started following her and I was in the back and I was yelling at all of them. And I was like, how, like, what made you think you wouldn't just walk down the center of these chairs? I've stood up in a lot of weddings, a lot more than I would have liked to. Never yeah. did it occur to me to just take a left. I know. <laughs> However, I did not walk down the aisle in any sense of the way that Kenya did it. What the fuck were those moves? I know. I, I was trying to figure out if it was like a part of the culture. And then I was like, I don't think so. I think this is just a very chaotic, weird mess i again it, you came in left you didn't have moonstone you were already wearing your ring you kind of had a flower girl but then they sat down like the whole thing was just it's just a commitment ceremony maybe you just walk there say i love you yeah pull moonstone out of your purse give the viewers what they want also requiring everybody to wear white. I believe yeah. we have already covered on this podcast how much I hate a white party and how basic I think that is as a theme. And it is not the 90s in the Hamptons at P. Diddy's house. Stop it. <laughs> basic. And why were they getting married in front of a drainage ditch in power lines? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did discuss what the budget for the show might be. Maybe, maybe TLC threw them five hundred bucks. I mean, and that's and that's what they could get for it. It, I, maybe the Hopa or whatever the archway with the flowers. Maybe that costs five hundred bucks. You'd know better than I would. But chair rentals not that expensive. I don't know what other expenses there were. Carl was proceeding over the whole thing. Also, he was wearing that sash around his neck, so I'm assuming he graduated with honors from some university or his own mystery school. I was trying to figure <laughs> that out. Hogwarts. <laughs> God, I wish. You know, every time I see the mystery school pop up on, like, Instagram or TikTok or whatever... All I can think of is Umbrella Academy, which I'm sure you haven't watched. It's too nerdy for you. It's like based on a comic book. Loved it. Nope, haven't seen it. <laughs> but like, that seems like a mystery school to me. I wouldn't call a school about like open relationships a mystery school. The only mystery yeah. is the title. Is the funding, is the paycheck that they're taking home. <laughs> um, no, I thought the wedding was... I, the part that I liked in the sense of, I mean, first of all, like you just said, I hate weddings. I hate going to them. I hate, I do not plan them. I refuse to be a wedding planner. I 
there's nothing about a wedding that I actually really enjoy other than maybe an open bar. But um, the part where they all said their vows to each other, I thought that was kind of nice in this type of situation, like that they also kind of brought Carl in and it was more than just, I don't know, a commitment ceremony or whatever it is, but... It was almost the only time we have seen Kenya think outside of herself. I was so glad that she acknowledged Carl. I thought that was actually really sweet. I think those guys have a sweet relationship with each other. And I think they both genuinely love Kenya. I think, and I wish the picture wasn't taken down. I think the lady with the, uh, the head wrap, I think that's Carl's other wife. Oh, the plot thickens. <laughs> I mean, this show's such a farce. It would be so much more interesting if we were just telling the whole story instead of trying to mask it as polyandry rather than open marriage. What am I trying? I want, yeah, polyamory. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah. I wanted to say polygamy, but <laughs> um, I think. I can't be sure, of course, but it looked a bit like her. Hmm. Um, oh, what do you think about handing out noisemakers to people for a wedding ceremony? It wouldn't be my first choice. No, no. Unless, like, it's a mile range air horn and it's just to be <laughs> funny or like a slide whistle, which I also always find funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> Or a dog whistle, and then all the dogs would come running, and we wouldn't hear it. <laughs> I mean, I love to see a pack of, like, pet dogs, not necessarily wild dogs. Um, a slide whistle, though, in my own mind, I really always kind of hear a slide whistle when I do a big eye roll. It would be my greatest dream, like, if that was just the sound that my face would make when I'm just over it and rolling my eyes. Dream come true. That way people wouldn't have any question about how I feel about There's gotta be a noise on your phone that you could hit oh. quietly as you're rolling your eyes. Yeah, I mean, I'd also have to actually talk to people on the phone. That's true. I mean, um, you are my best friend and we talk every day. How many times have I called you in the last Three years. Yeah, we don't ever call each other. I think it was once. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, also, you know, of air horns at a wedding by a dump drainage place, it might not be the worst thing because did you know it's a sound that geese hate, specifically of the Canadian type? If they're ever bothering you in your backyard and your attack... <laughs> plan of attack isn't working just set off an air horn they hate it <laughs> okay well they also hate my bear whistle because i yep. use that in my backyard for geese and coyotes but we're boat people we've got air horn yeah the closer you can get to them and set it off the more they hate it <laughs> Good to know. I wish, well, I guess that wouldn't have worked. For some reason, there were geese going off all night the other night. I think they were doing it in the pond right behind my house. Um, so I guess I couldn't have used an air horn, like, you know, when it was sleeping hours. But good to know for future reference. <laughs> yeah. It's air horn season up here in Canada. <laughs> you don't go anywhere without one. <laughs> there a way I can send my pug up to you because she is so good at eliminating geese. She doesn't hurt them, Trust. but she can round them up and chase them away like lickety split. I love it. It's one of her best qualities. Yeah. Anytime you want to send her here, you let me know. I mean, do you want her now? There are a lot of geese. I, I would be a little concerned. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but that's okay. I'll send her at like a maximum of four. Anything more than that, I mean, they're bigger than she is. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, let's talk about the accessories. Kenya's crown. Ah, yes. I think that came from Charming Charlie's. Charming Charlie's. 
I've been meaning to look up Charming Charlie's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm adding it to my list of places I hope to visit next time I come to Chicago. (laughs) I really don't think they exist anymore. I think they went out of business. Mm, I can't imagine how. (laughs) I know. I mean, it's like lower grade. Do you have Claire's in Canada? Yeah. Yeah, it's lower grade than that. It's like everything is between like, or was between like three and ten dollars um not so charming not so charming and then there's that creep charlie who works there (laughs) tiger's necklace was the size of my fist yeah that was a lot it was a lot um the whole thing was for so little it was a lot (laughs) and for all of the i'm gonna say manufactured drama that came along with this fake wedding I mean, it was, I will say this, it was the most entertaining part of the show by far, but yeah, it was all to what end, you know, it was all for nothing, really. Um, oh my God, the kiss. Who continues to jump up and down while they're kissing somebody? (laughs) I was worried they were going to lose teeth. Teeth, yeah. Yeah, it was awkward and like. I have two husbands. I have two insurance policies or whatever. She screamed at the end. I was like, uh, I'm sure none of you have insurance. And <laughs> mystery school does not provide full benefits to its employees. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, hope none of you have to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and her calling him a warrior. When yeah. I think of Tiger... warrior or like strength or scary images none of that comes to mind none of it like sweet giggly kind of gets the vapors when he's excited and clutches his pearls yes warrior yeah not so much he's more of a lamb and that's what i like about him more of a lamb he is sweet i'll give him that He, he seems delightful this was the first time I noticed in his name that he's 40. Hmm. I felt like he was much older than 40. Oh, really? Yeah. I think, I mean, I assumed he was fairly younger than Kenny and Carl. I mean, I guess I haven't really thought about it. He has a. I would say he has a younger face, but I'm also quite a young looking 40, so. That's true. (laughs) Or 40 something. (laughs) Just kidding. I look like a busted old hag. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we learned after the show, which let's just talk. I mean, I won't give away any details, but like. The show wrapped like on such a weird note. It was like it was mid. It felt like it was mid program. And then it was just like, here's everybody's little catch up notes. So they went on a honeymoon to Curacao and they're building a house. Yeah. So they can have three bedrooms. Three bedrooms and David. When they did that flashback of Kenya being painted, did you think we were about to see David going down on her? Uh, the angle was questionable. It definitely <laughs> looked like it it was time to visit the downtown area, for sure. <laughs> and I'm sure that's also what she wanted in that moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. I was just like, Jesus, TLC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kenya's downtown personal business was up for grabs in that shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they set it up in a weird way. Yeah. But, yeah. no, I think, I don't think there'll be a season two. If there is, they don't always bring back all the couples, right? So I, I could see Tiger, Kenya, and Carl being a couple they brought back if there is a season two, because I think they are going to introduce David. But otherwise, I think we just have to follow them on Instagram if we need to. I think she would very much like her own show. Yeah. 
keeping up with Kenya. <laughs> yes, keeping up with Kenya. Keeping Kenya, with Kenya and Carl and Tiger motherfucking Moonstone. Tiger Moonstone. Then we had Kim, Dustin, and Vincent. You know, they were not my favorite couple throughout the show because I just thought they were going to be really boring. I still think they were quite boring, but I actually have a soft spot for them now. We agree. Like, not great TV, but they seem like nice people. Yeah. Who have real feelings besides being horny. Yeah. 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 And, you know, they have an inflatable hot tub. You know, I'll say this. I do not have an inflatable hot tub or a hot tub of any type. But I have a couple coworkers that have inflatable hot tubs that love them. How do you? You just plug them in and they heat the water for you? I'm not a scientist. (laughs) I don't know. I know they both got like an Amazon Prime deal and they were really happy with the results. And I was like, huh, interesting. Not doing it. Yeah. I was like, do you put chemicals in an inflatable hot tub? Do you boil the water first? (laughs) Do you? I know your research to do after this. Yeah. I think it heats the water. I mean, because you got to be filling it up with like a garden hose, right? Yeah. Plus, like, if it wasn't keeping it hot, even if you dumped hot water in there in, like, the middle of winter somewhere, you'd freeze in two seconds. So, I'm sure it's... It's not for me. I'm sure of it. It sounds like more work than it's probably worth. Yeah. I have a bathtub. Um, Same, same. (laughs) Yeah. I'd, I'd rather be in a bathtub. It's quieter. And I can be naked without anybody spotting me. That shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I've also had That's an not... open discussion with my next door neighbors that if I am nude in my backyard, like, are you guys cool with it? And they are. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to do if they said no? <laughs> we're, we're friends. So my next door neighbors are they're totally cool. I, I'm actually really lucky with neighbors now that the crazy old guy died. <laughs> A different kind of luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Dustin made this nice little date night. Candles and inflatable hot tub. And I don't know. I think there was a charcuterie board. Looked nice. I wouldn't be mad at it. No, and it was cute, like you said. Like they said, childcare is a, you know, not always that easy. I think it's nice that he went out and did anything to just say that he still cares. I think it's nice too, because I would imagine he's quite upset about Vincent as well. Like they were bros. Yeah. I know they'll probably still be friends. That's probably how these breakups go. Maybe Vincent won't be coming over, but I'm sure Dustin and Vincent will remain intact. But yeah, I I loved everything about the date night except the rose petals. I think I've already covered this on this show. Rose petals are a waste of time. Give me actual flowers or nothing. Um, did I ever tell you about this? Time we were in Jamaica and they put like. All sorts of like flower petals and shit on our bed. I don't know, probably in the shape of a heart because of course. And I think what the wonderful people who were like, I think it was our anniversary or my birthday or something. They were celebrating something for us, which was a nice touch. What they didn't realize was that there were ants in the floor. Which, you know, home in the bed. Yeah, like. Wasn't great. Just do the respectable thing and buy you a lover's curry. Oh. And then finish the lover's curry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, flower petals are... Uh... I, yes, because I do think they sometimes get reused as well, which is not ideal, so... Ew, I didn't even think about that. 
Yeah, so why wouldn't you? You can just clean them off one lover's bed and into the next. <laughs> I like rose petals as much as I like plastic plants. <laughs> Less ants, oh. though, in those plastic plants. <laughs> Less ants, more dust mites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you I found out the name of their dog? No. Ruthie. The dog I've been oh. calling Happy is called Ruthie. I love it. I like that. That's cute. Good work, Kim and Dustin. Good work. I do like that. Good work. Well, then later on, we see Vincent and Kim go on the saddest walk ever. Yeah. It was the end of Kinson. Kinson. <laughs> Well, as usual, Vincent looks like he is against his will providing a hostage proof of life video while he's on camera. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine getting dragged out in front of cameras with somebody that you've already been broken up with for months and to have to, like, try and carry on this charade? Like, will they, won't yeah. they, when you know... You both know in your hearts that you won't, but you both still care about each other. Yeah, no. That sounds rough. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine, like, how much they get paid on this show, but I doubt it's a whole lot. And part of me is like, I think I would just have to bail. Like, what, what was the need to be on, on this journey? I mean, TLC notoriously does not pay people well. Yeah. So I think it's probably more of a threat of, like, legal action <laughs> than the draw of a salary. Yeah. I'm sure they signed contracts probably prior to the breakup. But this just hurt. Although that lake that they walked around was really prettier. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> way prettier than where Kenya and Tiger got married. <laughs> Not a power line to be seen. No, it was sad, but I guess their story wrapped up the way that some others didn't, right? We now know how it ends, and again, if there's a season two, I doubt they're coming back. Yeah. Well, it's said at the end that um, they're still friends with Vincent, but Kim and Dustin have hit pause on... Finding any new partners. She never went out with Ryan, a.k.a. the poor man Stanley Tucci again. Probably <laughs> because he fed her M&Ms off of a dirty table. Yeah. Um, but it was it was sad to see because, I mean, you can really see that there is genuine love and care there. And it's a bummer. I mean, you know, I always root for people who love each other. But, you know, it really, it's not enough for a long-term relationship it's not and it's yeah it's unfortunate that it happened i guess like he obviously as we've said a hundred times because there's only so much content we can pull off for this show but he was okay with dustin but he wasn't going to be okay with anyone else and the lifestyle and she's not okay with just the two of them so there's not really any solution other than... Interesting, though, that they did hit the pause button on her dating anybody else. And the reason she and Benson broke up was because she wanted to date additional people. Is there hope there in the future? I... I don't think so. I somewhat hope to <laughs> not know. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> as they always say uh, uh to quote sean robinson we wish you the best we're not going to resolve this today <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah and with that on to elisa and mike to whom i say bye yeah <laughs> o over it that beach scene made me want to throw my remote control through my tv the kicking of the soccer ball was irritating me in an irrational way so bad 
that I was like, just throw that ball into the ocean and let it live its best life like Wilson. Yes. When the tide goes out, it will end up somewhere else. That would be more exciting. Put your camera on the te- on the soccer ball and just let us watch its new life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Elisa's clothes in that scene also just made me feel uncomfortable in my own body. It looked like the shorts were really bunched up and the shirt was an awkward length. Um, she, she was just my least favorite out of everybody. And I mostly blame the transition lenses, but I also highly blame her personality. I don't think the transition transition lenses made much of an appearance in this episode. You know what? They would have made sense on a beach where you need sunglasses. That's what I mean. I don't remember. Yeah. Like, I feel like when she was on the beach this time, she actually wasn't. Her lenses weren't changing. Um, him telling her to get off her soapbox, great, because that's exactly what was going through my head. Like I was like, oh my god, shut the hell up. We understand the point. You're not the first woman to address this issue. Yeah. If you think you're making revolutionary TV, no, we good. This was me. Don't have kids. Every holiday for probably the first five to seven years, I was with my husband. <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, no kids. Not, not not anything we want. We want a vacation and, you know, do other cool stuff. Dogs. This is your, this is your grandchild. She's a perfect dog. Enjoy. So many perfect dogs. (laughs) So many great, perfect grandchildren. Mm. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. Like you said, bye. Yeah. There was no, there were like, they they suck. <laughs> well, okay, I was thinking about this, and while I could have just blocked things out of my memory based on trauma, which is something that happens in my brain, did she just go on one date with one dude? Was that their entire polyandry story, her going on one date? Yeah, she set up her dating app. She went on that one date with whatever his name was at the brewery. And then they switched the storyline to Mike's parent mom being mad, who wasn't even really that mad. She almost just seemed annoyed. Deep down, I'm sure that it's not even that she doesn't like this lifestyle. I think she just doesn't like Elisa and thinks this is the easy way out for Mike. Yeah, well, same. Um, Same, yeah. I'm not sure he's a prize either, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, and there was such a buildup to, like, meeting Mike's mom, who I believe was named lisa um nothing happened there was there was no no conflict it was just again rehashing the same stuff over and over i mean next yeah i mean really do we have anything else to say about them unless we get to meet mike's girlfriend i don't care yeah i actually forget what their end story like when they rolled the uh, at the end and they told like they did the follow up of what people are up to. I don't even remember what it said. I think it just said that uh, she continues to date and Mike hasn't met any of her partners. Dot, dot, yes. Dot. Yeah, that's what Yet. it said. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. Then last up. Yeah. Shara. Patrick. No noble, and I keep wanting to call him Versace. Versace. I keep wanting to call him Valentine, and then I'm like, no, it's Valentino. I have written Versace, Valentine, (laughs) and Valentino in my notes here, and I was laughing to myself about it. So it's funny that you say that. Well, I can tell you why I know his name so well. Because he dropped the career choice of being an event planner. I so I that. went on a deep went on a deep dive. He owns a cleaning company. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tell me everything. <laughs> That's it. It's called Valentino Cleans, I think, or Clean by Valentino. One moment. <laughs> it seems like he cleans like luxury cars he gives out cleaning tips he 
is clearly not working with a publicist or anyone helping him with his social media. Does he clean up after his own events? Kita, I don't, uh, from what I can tell, there are no events in Valentino Clean with a K. Uh, replacing um, C's professional K's. One of my biggest pet peeves. Also, here's something interesting. It's Valentino Clean. I'm guessing he just, the name was taken with a K. But then his like bio says professional cleaning tips, cleaning with a C. So he already has messed up his own thing. And yeah, he just gives out literal tips on how to clean stuff. It's like stain removal interior oven, how to clean the interior of your car. Then there's a random video of him and Shara at their awkward photo shoot date. So he's maybe going to switch his Instagram on over to being a brother husband. I don't Wait know. a minute. It's all very confusing. <laughs> there were pictures from the photo shoot. Hold on. More importantly, there's a hashtag attention to details. Let me tell you something here, Valentino. K-L-E-A-N. You're not attention to detail. Wow. The... When he said he was an event planner, I took it about as seriously as when, oh God, I, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to say it because I'll piss off people. I know (laughs) there are two jobs in my mind that I feel like everybody who just wants to give up on actually working hard There are two jobs that they always decide to, you know, self-employ themselves with. Event planning is not one of them. I'm going to be very clear because that is hard-ass work if you're doing it right. I don't think he did it right. (laughs) Like, if he was like, oh, well, I'm mobile. I can just move my business. Oh, so you have no clients? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would love it if event planning was that mobile. I mean, it could be that mobile. Our problem is work visas. <laughs> I guarantee there's events to plan in Chicago, but maybe <laughs> I've not found the one who will sponsor this. Nice Canadians. <laughs> I will leave the geese at home. <laughs> I just think 90 Day Fiance is um, your route, Court. <laughs> I think. Well, this our our next show that we're gonna watch, International Matchmaking. I would be interested in meeting with an international matchmaker. Oh my god, I love I'm it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like I wa- I'm watching it so we have something to talk about and I'm excited to watch it, but I'm also looking for tips. Research. <laughs> Meanwhile, purposes. I'd probably move to Canada on a second. <laughs> <laughs> then again, the whole world's a dumpster fire at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so we open up on a uh... Shara, Patrick, and Versace, and we're going to the gynecologist together. Yeah, I have never been so happy as when she actually got the exam where she asked them to leave the room because the whole start of that sequence where they were all in the room and she was just getting like her thyroid and stuff checked, I was like, are they actually just going to sit there, both of them, and watch? Like, even with just one husband, I don't think that's a date night. Full body cringe for me. I mean, full body. I just went to the doctor and had my annual and was thinking about, you know, I've never gone with a guest. I never want to go with a guest. I don't even really want to talk to the doctor too much. I just want to get in and out. Got to go for a mammogram in like a week or two. I just think that if... My husband saw my boob spread out and smashed flat on that plate. He would never be able to look at me the same again. Or would any man. I mean, that is that is not somewhere you want company. No. Ugh. Yeah, it was. It was too much. And like. It'd be fine if they were in the waiting room and then when they were getting, like, results, they all went in together. That's, like, that's that's A-OK. But to just have them come in the room, like, 
What if you wanted to talk to the doctor about something too? Like you're just like, uh. Well, and that was probably I, I the know. first time Patrick had seen her downtown personal business in a long time. Yeah, I mean, they did adamantly state that they don't sleep together, and apparently they needed a doctor to tell them that the more times they had sex, the better chance they had at getting pregnant. So that's concerning. Yeah. <laughs> Who was surprised by that message? I mean, <laughs> I I've only Patrick actively tried to not get it. pregnant in my life. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I gotta say, Dr. Slaughter, a uh, horrible name for a doctor, but she was the perfect doctor for this scene. I would have preferred if I were in Shara's, I don't know, stirrups, uh, to have Dr. Flex <laughs> examining me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But yeah, like Slaughter did not even blink an eye. She was right there for the whole story. Like, yes, girl, you could also work at a home furnishing and linen store because, you know, way to yes and it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, it was interesting. I'd also don't like when she said, like, they probably have a follow up story. I just don't care enough to like find out about it but when it said one of them would be the dad they just don't know we just don't know who yet but then it was like patrick and her said they never sleep together they seem like they're over that portion of their life he seemed oh i don't know well, the whole thing after after they had the chat with the doctor and all that and then they were back painting again which chara that dress was beautiful what were you thinking <laughs> Yeah. Um, Patrick pretty much called Valentino to the carpet and was like, well, like, what's the plan? You know, like, basically, are you going to raise this baby? You can't do it if you're here once a month visiting. Yeah. He did not want to deal with it. When she said no, she was three weeks not. late and he just got up, I was like, oh, shit, something's going to happen. But then nothing did. Then he came back with water. <laughs> so then he was hydrated. Yeah, I was dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It they were they were another couple that like were interesting. I do think there's some love between all of them, and that's great. I think the whole thing's a bit of a train wreck. Like when Valentino was like, you know, I think like maybe in the next year or so, like Shara, despite what Dr. Slaughter said about her like 20 year ovaries, that's not a thing. And <laughs> and she has fibroids. Yeah. And you're in your 40s. Like, no, yeah. I don't think it's going to be like, as easy almost... as they're pretending like it is. No, when she said she was three weeks late, I was like, oh, shit. She's not getting her period anymore and she's going to be devastated because yeah, that's a yeah, that's a more likely situation here. Um anyways, I don't know. They according to this Instagram, they're still together. Wish them all the luck. She clearly wasn't pregnant. I wish she the best. <laughs> thoughts and prayers yeah, thoughts and prayers sure. valentino moved uh so they could boink daily so i mean we'll see but i don't think anything's gonna happen no also he doesn't want a baby <laughs> let's let's yeah, not forget on this that. is very <laughs> is very unclear so yeah i as we both said, I don't think the show is coming back for a second season. Um, but if you were going to create a reality show to replace this show, like anything you would want, think about what it would be. Because I came up with an idea. You know how people on reality shows, oftentimes... Most of the time, they're usually not the smartest. Not all the time. I mean, there's lots of, you know, like business owners and things like that. But 
There's a lot of those people who, despite being on reality TV, have no concept of what reality actually is. I want to show where somebody takes people like Ramona Singer from The Real Housewives of New York or Dawn from Love After Lockup. Like, people who just actively avoid reality and will not own up to things or deal with it where they're like working with a life coach who is not very nice about things who is just like trying to get them to get their shit together i would watch that yeah i used to think it would be interesting to have a show but it's it's less reality well it is reality because it's live tv but it would actually be more of a live show and it would just be like people out at night past like a certain point like past like 2 a.m and it's just someone with like a camera and a microphone who just goes up to these people and is like what the hell are you doing out so late and then just like whatever stories they have to tell you because i think there's like there's the usual drunks yeah there's people getting off shift from a restaurant there's nurses leaving their shift and like it's just as somebody who like after I leave events or something, if I'm heading home, sometimes I'm just like, why are there so many people still out on the street at like 4 a.m.? <laughs> and I genuinely am interested. <laughs> I think that's an idea right there. I like it. Yeah. Like, whereas I just want to yell at like people and tell them to get their morning. shit together. <laughs> All there, it's just wild. Like, you've got some buddy out jogging they're already up at like four o'clock going for their run i'm coming home from work someone else is coming home from work someone just left the bar someone's doing the walk of shame like oh there's that fine time between like i'm gonna say like maybe 3 30 to like 5 30 where a lot of things happen and i think a lot of people have a different story as to why yeah i'd really want to talk to the walk of shamers oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, like it on one hand, three thirty is a bit early, but <laughs> well, sometimes you just gotta leave. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta leave. <laughs> and healthcare workers, like tell let me talk to anybody who's yeah. getting off a shift in an emergency room. They have battle stories. Yeah. Like what yeah. Did or you somebody pull out of works a human like a, today. Yeah. Or the waitress that works like a, or wait staff that works like a 24 hour diner mm. and their shift ends at like 4 a.m. Cause like they would have got the after bar drunk. Like, yeah, there would just be so many random stories to hear. Oh God, I'm having flashbacks of my last bartending gig where we were <laughs> yeah. a bar that closed at like standard bar time, which here is two o'clock. And then there's, very few bars, but a couple that have like an after hours license that are open till four. And not often did I go out after I would work, but sometimes rarely I would with the people that I worked with and some of the regulars, you know, it just, it felt safe. And, you know, sometimes it's just hard to like get home and go right to bed after you've worked a full shift, you know, but those those were always messy nights, and it was like everybody else had been drinking usually that was out with me. Yeah. So it was like, oh, you know, it would take like 10 minutes to figure out, like, this is not going to be a fun night. And then I would go, this is so gross. I had a membership to the 24-hour health club that was like right behind our old townhouse. So I would just go and like slowly walk on the treadmills and watch TV for like a half an hour just to like wind down wind down yes oh god but yeah i mean working in a bar you see some stuff you see some stuff you uh yeah you know when i first started out doing event stuff anyone who was like like i was young so it was like i always got kind of put on the like tear down shift like to make like to make sure that somebody from the company was around to make sure all the suppliers showed up and that stuff was coming down and we were on track and stuff. And I loved it. Like it was, this was when oil prices were high in 
where I am and there were like the company parties that places used to have 20 years ago were bonkers and it was open bar and it was like it was just a disaster and these would be companies of like 2000 3000 people mm-hmm. so yeah they're your coworkers but you don't actually know anyone right you know your yes. 10 coworkers so it's a totally different mentality than like if you go to your small company party where you're like I should probably attempt to well and they don't all live in the same city you know yeah and like and they don't care cuz it's whatever but the lights would come on at the end of the night to signal like the event is done and we we would normally wrap these events around 12:30 for like to try and save some liability right like we didn't serve them till four in the morning and i'll never forget finding someone underneath a table wrapped up in the tablecloth <laughs> taking a nap we had to get a wheelchair like we thought she might be dead <laughs> like the crate you just saw some of the craziest things especially at a work function and i like it was one of my favorite like shifts like i'd be like i'll save her the tear down i mean like by the time the last piece of decor is being picked up i'm you're over it but that first hour after the event oh my god and i was like holy smokes like that's that's having probably my favorite work story that you've ever told (laughs) aside from your natural human instinct to be afraid of magicians and then you getting hired by some very famous magician (laughs) i 100 percent thought you were lying when you said that (laughs) no everyone's got a price and i guess i guess i found out mine (laughs) yeah I had a couple air horns on me at all times, though. So. <laughs> yes. They must work for everything. <laughs> mm. I mean, an air horn and a bear whistle. Bear whistles are a little bit more portable. They're very small. They can get a lot done. I find it's the spouses or the guests sometimes, right? Because you, like, you bring your friend or you bring somebody and they're like, this isn't my company. Open bar. Let's do it. And then it's just like... It's good times. It's good wa- it's good people watching. That's a good point. I brought a male friend to a wedding one time and like totally platonic. And we shared a room with like two of the sisters of the bride because you know, obviously we weren't going to drive home after, you know, obviously drinking. And like, you know, we had had some drinks. I guess I didn't clock how many drinks my date was having but at one point he told the father of the bride that he was both inspirational and aspirational (laughs) and then woke up feeling like he was gonna die the next morning and said one of the most important quotes i think ever and it's very applicable to this i need to change my open bar attitude (laughs) (laughs) wise words kids Wise words. Wise words. <laughs> so many stories. There's just so much wastage, honestly, at an open bar, too, because people get a drink, set it down for two seconds, and they're like, who cares? Let's go get 10 more. And it's. Or you just forget where you set your drinks all the time, like me. That's why there's empty or like half empty cans of Waterloo and LaCroix all over my house all the time. If I'm not using my Reba koozie, that helps. <laughs> Reba solves all the problems. Oh my god, you know, that reminds me, another big fail of Seeking Brother Husband. Why didn't we get any line dancing? I mean, if that's when Elisa is going to go out and bone random dudes, let's get her line dancing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. She could have line danced straight into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> One could hope. A little dosy do and see you never. <laughs> I do think she was my least favorite on the show. I had high hopes for them from like in um, episode one. I felt like they were going to be interesting because they were actually like quite new to polyandry in theory, right? Like the rest of them had already had another partner 
involved in their mm-hmm. storylines. So I thought they were going to, like, I was actually like, yeah, these two are going to be the ones and Mike's going to have a meltdown because I don't think he's into it. And I really, I, I pictured an entirely different storyline for them, but. Yeah. I mean, the show overall was a letdown, not just for us, but it's definitely what other people are saying too. I'm super excited for Match Me Abroad to come up. I mean, we both love international travel and definitely seeing people getting set up and being able to watch from the sidelines. Always, always good. Always good. Um, And selling Sunset. Like, that cannot come out soon enough. I cannot wait. I think I might binge all of the past seasons. Yeah, it's a good one. It's such a good one. It's a good one. Well, I think that's it. We've got two weeks until Match Me Abroad starts. So we'll be on a little break until then. But then we'll be coming in hot with Match Me Abroad and Selling Sunset. Stay tuned, loyal listeners. Yeah, stay tuned, pals. And uh, go go get relaxed and watch some TV and turn your brain off. (laughs) Until next time. Until we meet again.